Thank you for joining us here at Fellowship Church for today's message. Our desire is to encourage others to love God, love people, and impact the world. And we would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So take a moment and visit us online at fellowshipws.org. Find the Share Your Story button and tell us what God is doing in your life. While you are there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's message. He's a great God. The presence of the Lord is in this place. I hope y'all don't mind this, but He's a great God. He's a great God. Even on a bad day, He's a great, 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 great God. Even if you're feeling bad in your body today, He's still a great, 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 great God. He's a great God. He's a great God. He's a great God. No money in your pocket, I've been there too. But he's still great, he's still great. Hallelujah. Y'all might be saying, you don't understand. I, I, I understand. He's still a great God. Hey, God. I don't care what you're going through. We serve a great God. We serve a great God. He's a great God. He's great and he's <laughs> I said, he's great and he's God. That means he can do anything about your situation today. He's great and he's God. That means whatever you're going through, he's here to meet your needs. I said, he's great and he's God. That means no weapon formed against you will prosper because he's great and he's want to give the worshipers a few moments. Come on. I just want to give those who are hungry and thirsty this moment morning. This is just a few moments. There's some things that only God can do for you. I would not wait until it was over. I would begin to tap in right about now because the presence of the Lord is in this place. Because the presence of the Lord is already, he's already here. He's already ready. He's already wanting to meet your needs. He's already wanting to take care of your situation. He's great and he is God, he is God, he is God, he is God, yes he is. If you have your Bibles, uh, he's a good God. I see the woman of God is worshiping. That's why I'm not moving. Come on. Because we want to send strength to this family. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. I, you may not feel like worshiping him, but we want to send strength to this family on this morning. So I would that you would just tap in. She just led us to the throne. Now, come on. Let's do strength to her. Come on. Let's, let's speak strength. Let's, let's worship. Let's, let's ask the Lord to do what he needs to do. Hallelujah, Jesus. Whatever they need, you're God, you're God, you're God. Go ahead, God. 
Hallelujah. In the last five years, me and my dad has been closer than I think we've ever been. And God is good because it takes the Lord. Amen. With relationships with family, take the Lord. With anybody's family. Come on. I know y'all family got it going on, but with anybody's family, it takes a relationship with God, right? If you have your Bibles, y'all, Luke chapter 17. I don't want to be before you long. Amen. The presence of the Lord is here. I believe God has done some things already in the in the house today. Amen. I am so proud of my sister. Hallelujah. Lady, Lady Tiffany. I'm so proud of her. I love her so much. Listen, she look, we could have closed our Bibles and went home. I start saying, Lord, what in the world I'm doing here? Huh? Because when she gets that mic, she is on fire for Jesus. Amen. I am so proud. I love what God has done, is doing, will do in your life. I love her spirit. I love her heart. I love what she represents and what she stands for. Amen. And when I call somebody my sister, I don't, you know, I don't call everybody my sister. I don't call everybody my friend. Amen. I'm saved. I'm going to love you, but you ain't, might not be my, you know, you might not be like that. But that's my sister and I'm so proud of her. Amen. It takes courage to stand before people and do anything, especially for God, right? And she's doing a wonderful job. Uh, Luke chapter 17. I'm not going to be before you long, guys. We're going from 11 to 19. I thank the Lord for the musicians. Y'all are awesome all the time. They know when I come, I'm just going to worship. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank God for them. Luke chapter 17. Um, we're going to go from 11 to 19. Amen. I am reading out of the New King James of the, of the Bible. The New King James of the Bible. If you have your word, say, I've got the word. Wait a few minutes. I need you to get it. And I think they'll have it up on the screens as well. So I'll, I'll just go on. Thank you so much. I think her name is Sade. Thank you, Sade. Shout out. Is she here? Where is she? Shout out. Wherever you may be. Thank you. She, she's been wonderful this week. But anyway, um, we're going to start at Luke chapter 17, verse 11. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him 10 men who were lepers, who stood afar off and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, go show yourselves to the priests. And it is, so, and it, is it was that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned with a loud voice, glorified God, and fell on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Verse 17 says, so Jesus answered and said, where there are not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? Where there are not any found, return to give me glory, or to give glory to God except the foreigner? And he said to him, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Father, we thank you for being in the building. We thank you for your presence. We thank you 
there's a sweet presence in this room and we thank you. Now, God, we thank you for this word. May it fall on good ground. May it fall on good ears. We thank you, Lord, that we, Lord God, hear what you would have us to hear, Lord Jesus. You're the only one that can say something different at the same time to somebody. And we thank you because you're God. Now, Lord, I pray that you, Lord God, hide me behind the cross, Lord Jesus. Let Ashley die that they may hear and see what you would have them to hear and see. We bind up any distractions, Lord God. We thank you for ears to hear and eyes to see what the Spirit of the Lord would say today. God, we just pray, Lord God, for another wave of your glory. And even now, God, we thank you for what you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And as you take your seat, tell your neighbor, neighbor, I want more. Say, I don't know about you, but I want more. I want more, I want more. The title today, the message today, the thing that I want you to leave with is, I simply want more. I simply want more. Recently, I have been, we are, I guess a little over half of the year um, in, we're in August and I just celebrated a birthday and you know, birthdays um, make you kind of look at the year and see you know, where you are, did you accomplish some things you wanted to accomplish? You know, I began to start looking at some of my to-do things from last year just to see if I have accomplished anything <laughs> that I wanted to accomplish, amen? Um, and, 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 and as I began to, to look, I started saying to myself, well, this went good, but this didn't go that great. And, and I started saying, you know, I never even did this. I didn't accomplish this. Anybody other than me, there's some things on my to-do list all the way from last year that I'm like, oh yeah, I was supposed to do that, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and as I began to do that, there were some things that I, that I looked at, and, I, and especially in my walk with the Lord, because I've been very intentional about my walk with God. I wanna do some things better. I wanna pray more. I want spend time with him more. There are things that I just, you know, I just want to love people even in a better way. I want to do some things different. And um, as I begin to, to really look at that thing, I said, God, you know what? Some of these things I did not hit, but some of, in some areas, I am doing pretty good. I started to try to pat myself on the back, you know, how we do. I was really proud. And, um, and, 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 and a couple of days later, I kind of woke up. And when I woke up, I was like, you know what, God? This ain't it. I want more. And, and, and the thing about it is sometimes it, it doesn't have to be a bad more. It's just a realization that he is a God of unlimited resources, a God of unlimited gifts, a, a God of unlimited abilities. He's a God that there is no limits. And so as I begin to look at my life, as I begin to look at things around me, as I begin to look at ministry, as I begin to look at business, I'm saying, you know what, I'm not doing bad, but I believe that there is more. Uh, and I begin to pray, and, and one of the things about prayer is you, you will know when you're lining up with what he's saying, because the word of God will always be the same, amen? You'll know it. If you, ever, if you ever question if you are in line or in sync with the will of God, just check the word. Sometimes we make it a little bit too complicated, but the, the reality of it is he's not going to go outside of his word to speak to you, amen? And so I begin to just kind of pray about that thing, because because, you know, for me, 
I have been in a place where I, I feel like God has been really good and blessed me, but there are some things that I'm like, you know what, God, since you're not a God of limits, there has to be more than what I can see. I want to just let you know that whatever is going on in your life, whatever you may think is going good or whatever you may think, you know what I mean, has limits. Maybe you've been boxing your dreams in. Maybe you've been boxing your ideas. Maybe you've been looking at your family and seeing your family a certain way, but I I've come to tell you this morning that God is placing a desire within you for more because this ain't it. This is good, but this ain't it. This is good, but this ain't it. And so one of the scriptures that the Lord brings back to my remembrance at all uh, a lot is that third um, John where he said, behold, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. We understand that in our soul is our mind, will, and emotions. And if the truth be told, there are areas in our lives where we're not really prospering. Is it just me? Uh, there are some things in my life that I feel like is prospering, but then there are some other areas in my life. If the truth be told, even with an anointing and a prayer life, I, I am not prospering in all those areas. And and one of the things that I began to do is just really kind of um, ask God different questions and really kind of ask God where are we going within this last uh, five months, four months, because in 2018, I don't know about your house, but my house took some hits that I wasn't expecting. Come on, somebody. Ah, in January, we praised him and shouted. In February, we looked for it, but then in March, we thought about marching away because what we thought God was saying all of a sudden didn't really look like what we thought we could have. Come on, somebody. I don't know about y'all. I'm beginning to feel it, but I don't know about anybody other than me, but there are times in, in March where I said, well, God, I don't know if this is you or not. In January, I was confident of that thing. But three months later, I said to myself, this don't even look like God. Who am I talking to in the building? I just need to know I'm not by myself. Ah, I said, now, Lord, you've made me a promise. Come on, somebody. And as, as Lady Tiffany said in the beginning, there was that promise. But then we knew what the end was. But the process, come on, somebody. The Nobody told me what the process was going to be like. Did nobody tell me I was going to have to walk away from some things that I love? Did nobody tell me that few of my friends were going to act like they didn't know me anymore? Come on. Nobody told me that it was going to be like this. But in spite of it all, I'm still standing. I'm still here. I'm still in the house of God coming to give God glory. Anybody other than me. But there are five areas that I begin to look at. And I, and I hexed her to put it up because I want you to be able to look and see if you're prospering. In these, in these areas. I call them five areas of success or five areas that we all should strive to prosper in as we're looking for God, as we're desiring for more. Those are the spiritual. Of course, we know that. You know that because you're here in church. The other one is the physical, relational, financial, mental, and emotional. Come on, somebody. Most of us are doing really good spiritually. Um, and I'm going to tell you why because you're here in church. So even if you don't have it all together, at least you showed up. Amen. Come on now. Uh, physically, well, y'all know I hit the gym three weeks and I take three months off and then I go back. 
<laughs> Can I be real? Relationally, well, with, with family and with friends and other places, you have to start looking and seeing if you're succeeding, if you're winning, or if you're losing in those areas. Because sometimes we have to take a just take a check and make sure that those around us, as we're pursuing more, uh, we have to see if, if we can continue in relationship with them. Uh, everybody can't go with you into more. Huh? Everybody's not going to be able to hang out with you when God gives you the stuff that you've been waiting for. And you have to be cool with that. Financially, well, if the truth be told, I could be doing a whole lot better. So I begin to look at that thing. Uh, and then mentally and emotionally. And those things can kind of, in one season, I feel like I'm doing wonderful. But then in another season, I'm like, I got to quote scripture just to get out of bed. Oh, God, y'all being funny. I thought I was home. Uh, there's, a, there's a moment when you know everything is going to be okay. Uh, and then there's a moment that you wake up and you wonder, is the day going to be like yesterday? I don't know about nobody else, but there have been times that I woke up and I said, God, if you don't give me strength, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. Just in my house. <laughs> but there are some things that can hit you real good on a Thursday that make you not want to get out of bed on a Friday. Huh? And, I, and, I, and the reason why I am transparent like that, many people say you shouldn't tell your business. Everybody don't need to know that. But the truth be told, I ain't nothing but a person that God is using. And people need to know that you're not the only one that has some days where you're feeling a little down and out. Five areas that you should strive to prosper in. And uh, at, the, at, the, at the end of the day, the Lord began to remind me uh, that our struggle is really in the mental, uh, is in the mind. Our struggle, our battle is in the mind. Long time ago, Joyce Meyer wrote a book called The Battlefield of the Mind. It was a great revelation that we, while we may be doing all these other things, if our mind is not prospering, if our mind is not together, if our mind is not in a place, a positive place, then we are, we're losing the battle. A lot of the battles are fought in our minds. And while we may be doing well in one area, most of us can agree that, that on the inside, uh, we need more. We need more. We need God to do more. We need more of a revelation. We need more of a creative thought. We need more of God to release his strategies so that our lives can be better. Amen. And so one of the things that I, I have begun to ask is, Lord, um, what is it? What is it? If I'm going after more, what is it? He began to talk about the mind and he said, part of the problem in the body of Christ is not so much um, that, they, that they are fearful. They are fearful to go after more. But the other thing is they lack knowledge, which is that Hosea scripture. The Bible says that 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 my people are destroyed, meaning that you never fulfill the the purpose that God has given you for just a lack of knowledge. We must begin to ask God to give us the mind of Christ, understanding that the thoughts we have must not be of the world. Amen. Amen. I know a lot of people feel a certain type of way about um, President Trump, but we're not in his system. My Bible tells me that I'm in the, the system of the kingdom of God. Come on, somebody. So it really don't matter what happens with him because I'm on the Lord's side. I, I have to watch and see what's going on. But at the end of the day, I'm going to speak scripture and I'm going to say what God said. Come on. Because while everybody else can be in a recession, I could be getting all my stuff. Y'all didn't hear me. It could be raining cats and dogs on the other side, but at my house it could be sunshine. Because I don't operate on the world system. I operate... 
on the kingdom. Come on. We must begin to acknowledge the scriptures that tell us in Corinthians that we need to pull down the strongholds. The strongholds are in our mind. And anything that would keep you from going after more becomes a stronghold in your mind. Amen. Let me give you a definition of what a stronghold is. And here's a scripture that you can you can write down and go back and, and just look at. I want to make sure that everybody goes away with the word of God. Amen. Is that all right? Amen. All right. Well, uh, when I begin to ask the Lord about strongholds in our minds, because you do know a stronghold will keep you from going after the thing that God said you could already have. Uh, God said you can have healing, but that mindset needs to be transformed. That's why the word tells us to be ye transformed by the renewing of our minds. Huh? Because he'll say one thing, but we feel a different way. And all of a sudden, we'll go with our feelings. But we were never meant to operate under a feeling. We were always meant to operate with the word of God. Amen? Because the word of God is the only true thing. Huh? The word of God is the only true thing. And so what a stronghold is in your mind, a stronghold is a mindset that causes a believer to accept as unchangeable something he or she knows to be the will of God. I'm going to say it again. A stronghold, the thing that keeps you from going after more, a stronghold is a mindset that causes a believer Hallelujah. To accept as unchangeable something he or she knows to be the will of God. For example, if the, if the Bible tells us that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Then how dare we come into the presence of God and leave bound? If the word of God tells us that healing is the children's bread, it belongs to us. Then at the end of the day, we are healed by the stripes of Jesus. Amen. If for any reason you may be feeling broke, busted, and disgusted, the word still says he, he provides all of my needs according to his riches and glory. Can I get a witness? Y'all understand, this is how you come against a stronghold that's in your mind. This is how you come against a stronghold. Anything that is trying to keep you from even the desire. Some things will try to keep you from the desire to have more. Because do you know misery loves company? I began to walk around my house one day and I'm looking at this thing and, and you know, I was real comfortable. I, began, I, I And I started looking around and all of a sudden I said, mm, I think I want something more. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But when I looked around, I said, everything is okay. But all of a sudden, I start complaining to my husband. Like, I think we need a new bed set. We need this. We need, you know what I mean? I, you know, I just, because I'm not satisfied with what I have. Now, y'all might say that's greedy, and I should thank God that I have. But the truth of the matter is, he owns a cattle on a, a thousand hills. We don't talk that scripture no more. But if my God owns everything, then why can't I have more stuff? I serve him, I live for him, I worship him, I adore him. I'm in his presence, I'm at his feet, I'm worship, I'm thanking him. I was driving my Chevrolet Cobalt and I've been so comfortable with my Cobalt, y'all. And it broke down. My daddy's mad about it because he think I didn't take care of it. But it broke down. Y'all, my daddy told me yesterday that he was going to beat me because I killed my car. And I'm 36. But anyway, <laughs> and I've been, I've been all right with my cobalt because my son is two and it's just me and him riding around eating french fries and, you know, just fruit snacks. We're good. I don't need no more room. And, you know, I was on the side of the street 
with smoke coming out my car and I just couldn't get upset. I said, God, if you want me to have something new and this is how you're doing it, it's all right with me. So I would start texting people saying, I'm going to need a ride here. I'm going to need a ride there. Because I don't know what God doing. Come on, somebody. I, there was a time that my mindset would be upset. I'd go home and be all upset and crying. How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? But, but my mindset, and you have to begin to ask God to give you more so your mindset can shift about those things. How are we going to affect a kingdom if we cannot affect our own personal household? We can no longer afford to be in the same situations that we've been in. Amen. And so we have to begin to tear down the strongholds of our minds so that we can go after more. You may ask me, ah, this more. What is more? We understand the word uh, just by definition means increase. Hey, God. It means increase. Just by definition, the word means it is a, a greater quantity. It is, it is extra. God's got extra stuff for us. Um, but when we, talk, when we talk about it, in a spiritual sense, we understand that he only gives us more so that we can be a blessing to somebody else. So now I got two broke down cars that I need to fix and give to somebody because God's going to give me a new car. That's how it works in the kingdom. Hallelujah. Most people look for more when they're desperate, when they don't have what they, what they really want. And here we are in our text, Luke chapter 10, chapter 17. We understand the story. We've heard the story. And I've preached this thing before uh, because, you know, I love to praise God. So, you know, usually when I preach it, I preach somebody ought to tell God, thank you. But see, we're already in a house where the people of God, they already know how to tell him thank you. Come on. They already know how to lift up hands and give him glory. They already know how to fall on their faces. They already know how to tell God you're worthy because he's been that good begin to look at the scripture we understand um, in my text we understand that Jesus was passing Samaria and Galilee he was entering a village and before I even go a little further we must understand that this was the year that Jesus was in his year of popularity meaning he's healing the sick he's raising the dead wherever he goes people are talking about him blind eyes are being are being um, able to see people are just talking about this man because everywhere he goes Come on, somebody. There's a miracle following. I just want to put a put a part right there and let you know that wherever he is, a miracle. If you don't need a miracle, that meant nothing for you. But if there are anybody in the room that understands that if I could just get to Jesus, I can get my breakthrough. I can get my miracle. I can get everything that I need from God. Jesus is doing all these great things. We understand he is in that year, that year where everything is popping off when Jesus comes and when he leaves, they're still talking about him. Because do you understand that when he does anything, anything that he does, it requires conversation. Come on, somebody. Maybe you're going through what you're going through because God needs a conversation to be started. Don't ever get upset at the process because what needs to happen is you need to point them back to Jesus. Yeah, I went through this, but God. Yeah, I felt like this, but God. Yeah, he left me, but God. Yeah, he, come on somebody. Maybe he's just trying to start a conversation so that revival can take place. Do you understand that it's not only about you, but it's about what God wants to do through you. God is 
money so that other people can come into the kingdom of God. He wants more. Tell somebody, and I want more. Well, we understand that that in the text there were 10 men with leprosy. Back in the day, leprosy was one of those. It was like back, back, back in the day when AIDS was like one of those things where we didn't even know we want to touch the people or not. Leprosy was a little step further where they couldn't even come into to the midst of other people. So if there was someone uh, with leprosy, they would have to stand somewhere outside and say, unclean. They could not come into a situation like this. Come on, somebody. They were excluded. Leprosy was a disease which the Jews supposed to be inflicted for uh, the punishment of some particular sin. I don't know about anybody else, uh, but I've been, I've had those days. I've had some seasons of sin. Oh, God. See, y'all don't understand. I had some seasons of sin. I had some times when I didn't know if I would be welcome in anybody's church. I've had some times where I felt like if I go, God, are they gonna are they gonna exclude me? Would I have to stand in the back and say unclean? And I know I'm not talking to anybody in this room, but there are some things that you can go through in life. I didn't mean to have those seasons of sin, but oops, I found myself in something I ain't had no business. And see what the enemy will do will cause you to believe that you're no longer welcome. But in this house, everybody is welcome. Come on. Because only God is going to get the glory and he can change any situation. It was a mark of God's displeasure. It shut them off from other people. And let me tell you something, baby girl. If you're that one that you might feel like, I don't even know if I'm supposed to come. And I don't know if I can sing on the praise team. Listen, ain't nobody good but God. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody, ain't nobody had the ability to put you in a heaven or hell but God. Ain't nobody able to change a life but God. And so you might as well with your short skirt go up to Lady Tiffany and say, I can sing too. Hallelujah. Because what the enemy will try to do is keep you out of the fellowships of the saints so you cannot be changed. But the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. I don't care what your situation is. Don't stop coming. Sometimes you have to get desperate. See, these 10 lepers, they were desperate. Uh, what, what happens is because they have this sin disease or because they have this disease, they could not associate with other people, but they can associate with each other. Come on, somebody. From Genesis to Revelation, when you see uh, lepers, most of the time you see them in bunches. You see them in fours. You see them in, there were some lepers. And, and what happens is uh, they, they are able to uh, conversate and be around each other even if they can't be with other people. Let me tell you something. That says to me that whoever is around me, when I get ready to move, they better be ready to move too. Come on, somebody. Because I'm sure they won't be only ones with leprosy, but they decided that they needed to do something about it. Ah! I wonder if you want more have you yet decided to do anything about your situation have you decided to get desperate because if you are desperate you will go after more I don't know about anybody in this room but I've been through some things that caused me to lay down my life and say God whatever it is I'm here you got my attention and people that are desperate to go after something to get their situation changed 
well, they'll seek him. Now the Bible says this, that it says in, in, in the Bible, in Luke, we're in our scripture, and, and, and what happens is uh, they cry out for more. See, desperate people cry out for more. Is there anybody desperate in the room? It says that they cried out because what happens is they hear that Jesus is coming by, and, the, and only a crazy person would, would see the answer in the room and walk away. Come on, somebody. And they realize that they may not be able to get to him, but they got a voice. Can I prophesy to somebody in this place? You may not be able to quote 10 scriptures, but you still got a voice. You may not be able to do what everybody else is doing yet, but you got a voice. And as long as you got a voice, the Bible tells me that if you would cry out, he would hear you. I love what, what David said. He said, this poor man cried out and the Lord heard him. I want to let somebody know that anytime you open your mouth to cry out to God, he will hear you and he will save you. Come on, put your hands together because if you're going out for more, if you're desperate for more, you better begin to cry out. And so the Bible says that they cried out, Lord, have mercy on me. Understand something when you cry out. You better not be crying out to the wrong source. Come on. Because sometimes we can cry out to boo-boo and them and they can't do nothing about our situation. But if you cry out to God, he's able to turn your situation around. He's able to set you free and deliver you. He's able to take your children from being negative to being on the honor roll. Come on somebody. He's able to take your marriage from being on the verge of divorce to sweet baby and good looking. Come on somebody. Ah, who am I talking to in the room? Is there anybody that's desperate for more? Let me hear you shout yeah. Yes sir. Ah, the next thing we understand, we understand that when we call him, he hears us. Glory be to God. And the Bible says that Jesus saw them and had compassion. Hallelujah. I'm so glad that we serve a God that will have compassion. He says to them, go show yourself to the priest. I love this part about it. When he says, go show yourself to the priest, the Bible says, and they went. And when they went, it let me know that if I'm desperate, not only must I cry out for more, but I must be obedient to what the word of God is saying. Ah, let me just put a pause right there. You may not shout on this point, but you got to be obedient not only to God's voice, but you got to be obedient to delegated authority. What do I mean by that? God's never going to go outside of authority or outside of the rules and regulation. Come on somebody. He's never going to go outside of order. Hallelujah. To get your miracle to you. You want more. You want to see something different. You want to see something change. You want God to open a door for you, but you've got to be obedient because when you're desperate for more, when you are obedient to God, uh, the Bible says they were on their way. Come on, somebody. And then they were cleansed. It would have been one thing if they said they went and came back. But my Bible tells me that while they were on their way, which lets me know that the instructions I choose to obey will determine the future I create. I want to say it one more time. If you want to know where you're going, you better follow the right instruction. Come on, somebody. Because the instruction you choose to obey. I know there are many voices in your ears, but you better get the right voice in your ear. The Bible tells me that my sheep know my voice. Come on. And a stranger they will not follow. Which lets me know that I've got to stay connected to the voice of God. 
God. So I won't be able to follow a deceptive voice. Come on. Ah, you will know the voice of God because it lines up with the word of God. You will know the voice of God because your pastor will speak the word of God and you can follow what they say. Can I let you know something? One of the reasons why you don't know the will of God for your life is because you haven't spent enough time trying to hear his voice. But if you would begin to get into his presence, he will let you know what he wants you to do. You can go after more, but if you are not in obedience to the word of God, you will never get that out of, you will never get that more. We are want things, but we have to do it God's way. Can I get a witness? Uh, we want things, but it has to be in God's timing. Uh, in the book of Daniel, the Bible tells us that he controls the seasons and the time. It is God that controls the seasons and the time. I know we've come up with this gospel that says just speak it and believe it. Well, why are you speaking it and believing it? You better say, but not my will, but your will be done. Huh? Because I want it when God wants to give it to me. I want it when God wants to release it to me. I ain't want nothing before God wants to give it to me. Bible says that the ten... They're, they're, they're cleansed. And, they, and, 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 and then it says, but one. Tell somebody, I want to be that one. The Bible says that just one returns to God. Can I tell you the difference between verse 14, which says they're cleansed, and verse 19? The verse 14 said that they, they all went and they all got cleansed, which lets me know that, that some of them were able or some of them were okay with settling for just being clean, meaning that they could go back and do what they wanted to do, meaning that they could have the social life they used to have. Let me tell you something. If you want to have a social life, Life, get on Facebook but if you want to have a prayer life you need to get into the Bible you need to get into the book that God created for his people you can have a social life all day but some of those people will lead you into the wrong direction it's time to wake up and see what the enemy is trying to do you can't ask God for more and wake up and get on Facebook for an hour you better get on your knees for an hour and ask God to fill you with more Fill you with more wisdom. Fill you with more knowledge. Fill you with more. Well, the difference between verse 14 and verse 19, I believe it is, is that they they were cool. They were cool with just being cleansed because being cleansed, uh, it, it restored them. It made them be able to go back and hang out with boo-boo and them. I want to let you know something. Maybe the reason why you're in the same place is because you just desire just to be able to hang out with boo-boo and them. But I didn't come for you. I came for a few people that said, God, put me with whoever you want to put me with. He could be white, black, chocolate, or Chinese. But if he knows you, God, just put me with that person because I don't want to stay the same. I don't want to be in the same situation next year. I want more. So the Bible says that one there was one that was one because because Jesus is never in all of that he's always in the minority come on somebody because the majority wanted to crucify him but there was just few voices that didn't want to crucify him can I tell you something if you're going after the more you may want to listen to those few voices not everybody's voice can speak into your life not everybody's voice can tell you what to do but God has a very small remnant of folk that have not bowed their knees that have not 
Where are the other nine? 
same place. You may have to cry sometimes, but you cannot afford to stay in the same place. You may feel lonely, but you cannot afford to stay in the same place. And I'm on my way to my seat right now, but can I preach it like a billet? Can I say one more thing? I hope you don't mind, but can I break down what it means to be whole? Well, what it meant was that not only was he clean, but his mind was renewed. He was walking better than he ever walked. His skin looked new. He looked at his hands. They looked new. He looked at his feet. They did too. So now he's whole. Means he's in a relationship with God and he's prospering spiritually, physically, financially, mentally, in all areas. I want to be whole. I got a question for you. I got a question for you. Do you want to be made whole? Will you be made whole? I know you think you got it going on, but there's more. He has more spirit. He has more joy. He has more strength. He's not limited. He's unlimited because he's all-seeing, all-knowing, omnipresent, omnipotent. He is a good God. And because he's a great God, he wants you to go after the more, more of his power, more of his spirit, more of his anointing. Oh God, give me more. Can you stand on your feet and ask the Lord, will you give me more? Come on and ask him. Come on and ask him. Come on and ask him. Come on and ask him.
know if I made my point about giving thanks. But we do that anyway. Because it was the thank you that got him whole. Come on, somebody. Yeah, I believe he began to get a revelation of God. Every time he said thank you, he, he, he got a revelation of who they said he was. But I get a thank every time I get a thank you, I get a new revelation of who I can be in him. Because if I can be something different in him, I can save my community. And God wants you to go after more. Can you put your hands together? Have you heard anything from Jesus? Have you heard anything from the word? Come on, put those hands together. Y'all playing games. Some of you are living a little too low for such a big, great God. And so, I'm here. Wanted to give you the word. And I want to open up an altar for anybody that wants to go after more. We're not going to be here all day. We're not going to be here long. But there are some of you in the building that have not, have not really push past years of stuff and God wants you to release it today just so you can't you can't go after more holding on to stuff and I don't care how good you think it, you got it with God you can have it even better than you got it right now I'm a witness I'm a witness and so for the next few moments, if you want to come join me at the altar, we're going to pray. We're going to pray a corporate prayer right here at the altar. But you can come if you know this word is for you. If you know you've been kind of just going through the motions of life and you want more from God. So we're going to pray. I'm going to pray. But, but only God can give it to, which is why I said open up, put your hands up. Because this is the posture where you're going to receive. Maybe it might be a little bit more strength. It might be a little bit more joy. Some of you have been living in a, in a just a, a, maybe not a, a depression where you 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 know being medicated or anything and some of you might but but some of you have been a little you, you're not even able to really press for more because you're living in a day a, a yesterday but let me tell you something yesterday is over he wants to release unto you something for today a desire for today that holy ghost that you had yesterday is not enough for the demons that you're going to deal with on today and tomorrow you've got to Continuously ask God to, to fill you, to refill you with more, more of his spirit, more of his power, more of his anointing, more of his presence. God, we just want more. Woo. We just want more. We just want more. Yesterday's kiss is not enough. Yesterday's glory is not enough, which is why we are supposed to go from glory to glory. Lord, I love you more than any. Come on, let's worship him for a few moments. Where's little Nisi at? Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you more than any. Yeah, y'all know this. This is old school. Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you more than anything. your mouth. If you at this altar, you need to begin to speak speak to him. You need to begin to open up your mouth. Even if you don't know what to say, just say, Lord, fill me 
people what I need. Come on, say, Lord, you ask him, you ask him. I love you, more, more of your strength, more of your anointing, more of your joy. Oh, God, I need the blood of Jesus to cover. I need more, Lord God, more wisdom, more guidance. Thank you for tuning in today with Fellowship Church. We pray that you were blessed by the message, and we would like to connect with you through our website, fellowshipws.org, or facebook.com slash at the fellowship. If you are ever in the greater triad area, we would love for you to be our VIP for weekend worship experience on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. On behalf of Pastor Tony and the Fellowship family, thank you again for joining us. And remember to love God, love people, and impact the world.